This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, we're uh, going to have a little extended Jonas bonus today on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107. <laughs> Streaming live at My Talk 107. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Get your mind out of the gutter, trainer. Too late. It's time for a Jonas bonus. It's time for a Jonas bonus. Oh, my God. I just had to bring this to you guys from the Mumbai Mirror. Uh, Priyanka Chopra is waxing poetic about her life. And this is because... Wow. Okay, I'm already rolling my eyes. Actress, filmmaker Priyanka Chopra is uh, chatting about life because, you know, she's in India to promote this film she's in. Holly, what's the name of that? Sky is Pink. Or Colleen. Um, Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sky is Pink. Um, and so she's doing, you know, the press like, and so I was like, this is probably going to be a pretty boring interview. And I, I just read it and they're asking her about all sorts of stuff that would make sense to the public in India about some of the characters she's working on screen with about the film and all that kind of stuff. I was like, blah, blah, blah. Good for her. But I need to know what she says about, do they ask her? Oh, look at this. Oh, of course they ask her about okay. Nick. So look. they can't not ask her about Nick. In a That's recent, all she talks about. Here's the interviewer in a recent dirt interview you spoke about wanting to have a baby what's the one thing that you really want to experience as a mother in real life okay i was like whoa okay that seems like a loaded question what's she gonna say to that do you think uh oh i okay wait can i guess what she sure, said of course you can what i can't wait for is to see <laughs> the love that i have for nick um brought for forth in of a new life well, that's a I good answer. That's a good answer. Nick's eyes. No, she doesn't actually bring up Nick. That looks like mine. We'll get there soon. On a body that looks like a unicorn. <laughs> but here's what she does say to the question about wanting to have a baby and what experience as a mother she's been waiting to have. Oh, great! I can't wait to see. Quote: it. The only thing I pray and wish for is a healthy child who can live life to the fullest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That came right out of the. Uh, How to Talk Like a Mother handbook. Yeah. Quote, what kind of a father will Nick Jonas make? Quote, this is my favorite. We will find out. It's a hypothetical question about a hypothetical future. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Not taking the bait on that one. But the the interviewer is like, well, okay. But what's Nick like as a husband? She's like, I don't know, because we're never together. Because we are not actually in a relationship. Not real. Again, just for those of you who don't know, we think that Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are a complete sham. Uh, so take that for what it's We call worth. it a publationship. It's a relationship that is solely for the purposes of the publicity for both of their careers. Here's what she says of Nick as a husband. I can only relate to what I saw with my parents' marriage. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? That that was a marriage of equals. There was a lot of mutual respect and admiration. Nick and I have that too. He is the most considerate man I've ever met. If in everything he does, Nick puts me first. 
It's wonderful to wake up every day and know that there is this person who thinks about you even before you think about yourself. Oh, honey, I find that really hard to believe. That's eventually what you want. Someone who loves you like a hug. That is the most disgusting answer ever. Loves you like a hug? First of all, she says it's a marriage of equals. But then she goes on to say... He is the most considerate man I've ever met. In everything he does, he puts me first. That is not a marriage of equals. No, that is not. And also, like I almost (laughs) said out loud before you read that, she will find a way to turn this back to her. Because as you'll recall, it always is whenever she talks about their fake marriage, it's all about how he dotes on her. Yeah. How he, like, what's the the thing that's so annoying about your husband, Nick? This was her actual answer. The way it's going to sound so rude. It's the way he stares at me when I'm sleeping because yeah. he just loves me so much. Also, how, how do you know what he's doing when you're sleeping? I hope he's, is he filming you and playing it back for you later? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so that's what, I mean, that just grossed me out. And I was like, I need more. Give me more. What else does this woman have to say? Okay. Has Priyanka as a person changed much after the wedding? Laughs. Ha 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 ha. I've become nicer and happier. This is the most content I've been in a really long time. And full credit to my husband, who is a calming presence. While I run a million miles a minute, we are like each other's yin and yang. That's what you want to find in your partner. Okay, whatever. Okay, can I? I do just want to say something about that. Like she references the fact that she's moving a million miles per hour. Her husband is currently on tour. Yeah, with an actual ba- with like, an actual band. Yeah, with having his career, doing his thing, doing media tours, doing that man's busy. But he's everything running, he does, it's for her. Exactly, and the way that he she says he's a calming influence while I'm running it. She makes him sound like he's just well, sitting all, around, yeah. propping her up. There's a word we could use, but we won't. Uh, what's your day in Los Angeles like? Oh, can't wait. Oof. You're going you're gonna to fall over. Okay. Again, this is Priyanka Chopra talking to the press about what her day in Los Angeles is like. We don't have one uh, as both of us travel a lot. A usual day, she's saying. We don't usually. Oh, okay. Right now, we are based in New York a lot more than L.A. When we have a day off, we don't access our phones. We just grab lunch, chat for hours. Watch a movie, take Diana, her dog, for a walk. Nick loves walking in New York, and I'm trying to learn how to do that. Since I'm not much of a walker. (laughs) But no, wait, wait. Nick loves walking in New York, and I'm trying to learn how to do that since I'm not much of a walker. But there is something very romantic about it, apparently. What? I mean, doesn't that sound so rude? Like... Nick likes to walk on two legs, and I'm not really sure how to do that, really but it's supposed to be yet. romantic. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I'm surprised he's not carrying her around. Oh. After all, he does everything for her. What? Yeah. So um, I could go on. I mean, um, let's do just one more. Okay. Is there one more doozy of a question in there? Uh, what's happening on the work front? She talks about all the things that she's doing. I just wrapped up a kitty superhero movie with Robert Rodriguez. It also has Pedro Pascal, Christian Slater and a bunch of other actors and 11 children. Then there's the adaptation of the book, The White Tiger, a rom-com with Mindy Kaling. Do you know what this is about? This is the one that's based Inspired on her by wedding. her own wedding, yes. which I'm producing. I'm a huge fan, and when I met her for lunch, we started talking about my wedding. 
no, her relationship with India. And the story just came out of there. It's a buddy comedy between two girls and travels from the U.S. to India for an enormous wedding like mine. We are still writing that one. Uh, I'm That's also in talks for an American TV show, but I can't divulge the details. I'm producing two other TV shows in the U.S. too, but won't be acting in them. Okay. I mean, I love this woman's chutzpah because she will sell herself... To everyone, like every opportunity she gets. And again, the tell is when she's telling about her relationship with Nick, she says, we're equals. He does everything for me. Yeah. Can I just tell you, I I, want to just suppose what's going on with this Mindy Kaling uh, project. project. This is what I think happened. (laughs) Poor Mindy. They went out to lunch. Yes. And she told her all about her wedding. And Mindy was like, oh, that sounds like that would be like a hilarious Yeah, we should movie. do that sometime. And In the way that actors do, Exactly. Right? And Priyanka probably was like, great, we're doing it. And now that was the last they've spoken. And Mindy is has changed her phone number. I know. Can't you see Mindy like, hiding. oh my God, I wasn't, this yes, woman thinks. I just said that. This woman, I can see her turning yeah. to her, um, you know. Uh, life partner and saying something like, oh, she took this seriously and I don't know how to get out of this yes. project. That's seriously exactly how that yeah. happened because we will never, ever, ever, or at least when we do see this, it, Mindy Kaling will not be attached to it <laughs> in the least. Oh my God. Because she has oh, joined the witness her. protection program and is now living I, I'm somewhere not, she can't be found. I don't know how to walk. Oh, geez. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, reboots are all the rage. And we've got two more that we need to judge before we ever see them. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, reboots are all the rage in 2019, and uh, we love to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, when we do that, we do a little reboot or get the boot. Reboot or get the boot. So, Bradley, I happen to know that one of your very favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. is Clue. True. Based on the Hasbro game. Um, and when did the original Clue come out? Like 1986? Okay. Maybe? Let's see. I mean, I, I think we all, if you saw that movie, I remember the first time I saw it. I loved that movie growing up. We watched it. My husband and I watched it like a few months ago and it totally held up. It is still hilariously it's so funny. Good. It's so good. Guess what? What? There's a reboot in the works. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it needs to be rebooted, but... You know, because I'm a good sport, why don't you sell me on who's doing the reboot and maybe we'll uh, figure out it's not a bad idea. Okay, so <laughs> here's the deal. Jason Bateman is in early talks to direct actor Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. in Clue. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, that's all yeah. I need to hear, Ryan Reynolds. That's not doing it I, for you. Okay, so here's here's what I will say. If it's the Ryan Reynolds of... um. What is his superhero movie, Deadpool? If it's Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, I don't want a part of it because it's going to be, I, there's a, it just, I, that's not my favorite. I feel like he made a change, Ryan Reynolds. He went from like kind of funny, oafish guy to a little bit full of himself. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you know, the personality he's doing a character and the character is sort of this like self-amused um, too cool for school kid. And yeah, that's fine. Like for the people who love it, I'm sure they would love him. That really just rubs me the wrong way because of course, 
you know, that I'm assuming he'll play the Tim Curry character. I don't yet know. uh, But what I do know is this, that Jason Bateman will develop the clue script with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, And this is all part of this uh, agreement that Ryan Reynolds, a three year producing agreement. So Ryan Reynolds would also be the producer. Uh, He made early next year after the success of the Deadpool movies. Uh, at that time, he signed like a three picture deal to produce. So I would imagine, I think you're probably right. He would probably, that seems to be, it seems to me that if you are the person who is that highly involved, you're going to pick the role that is like well, the I just, best role. I could just see of the characters uh, in the cast of Clue that Ryan Reynolds would probably seem most like the Tim Curry character, yeah. the um, Wadsworth, the butler. The butler. Um, but I got to see, cause again, you want to re you want to, who's going to take the role of Leslie and Warren, Madeline Kahn, Eileen Brennan. I'm just looking I through pity the, the list. fool who takes Madeline Kahn's role. Cause flames shooting <laughs> side of my face. Well, I think the issue with the reboot of Beeping. clue flames. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's exactly that. Yeah. The, the reason the movie clue works so well is because of the cast. Exactly. It's not because of the premise. And no. it's so Leslie and Warren. I mean, it's so the cast is just, it is. Just full, and the and the film is timeless. Yeah. Like you, it, like I said, it holds up. It is still hilariously funny. It's it does like, not need to be it's made. It's like oddly scary, funny, but tense, or like a like. There's like you really do if you are like are watching the film, and I've seen it a hundred times, but. I it just it it does hold up, yeah. and I was gonna say too that remember in the in the theater. When they showed Clue, there were three endings, yep. and you didn't know which ending you were going to get. Exactly. And, and then now when you watch it, you watch all three. Yeah, you can get all three on your VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> right. In the film. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's... Okay, so I think it's safe to say we've all just sort of said get the boot to that. Like, we're not going to be I, interested in the reboot. How about this? I will. I will withhold my boot... Until I see who else is involved, but most likely I'm probably not going to. But your boot is like half on. It's just yeah. not tied yet. Yeah. All right. How about this? Let's try another reboot or get the boot. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So we talked about, uh, I don't remember what we were talking, what context we were talking about old shows the other day, but people kept on bringing up the show 30 something. Mm-hmm. And that was a beloved show in the 80s, in the late 80s. 30 something is coming back. Uh, Marshall Herskovitz and Ed Zwick, who are the original creators of 30-something, are working again together to pitch a new incarnation. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 30-something. This would be This would be focusing on the kids of the people who were originally in 30-something, who at this point would be 30-something. They, uh, their plan would be to also integrate the original characters, but they have not even started talks. But apparently, even the early talks of this, because it's the original team that is working in this capacity, yeah. it's garnering uh, interest from a ton of different networks, including but not limited to ABC, which is the network that originally carried 30-something. I never got into that show. Well, no, and I don't think we would have. I mean, you're younger than I am by a couple of years, and uh, that was too young for me. So that would have been like, for me, middle school into high school that this show was on. Yeah. And the thought of like wanting to know what was going on in the lives of 30-year-old people, that was my parents' age, right. so I wanted no part of it. Not interested. Yeah. But I would be slightly more interested now. I would say, though, like, I don't know. The thing about 30-something, my fear about it was simply that, it seems like it would be of interest to the people who are in that decade who felt like closely related to it. I'm just ever so slightly out of that decade. It seems like it appeals to kind of a narrow audience. Yeah, it seems like people that are, well, you know, but here's the thing. Put it on CBS and the oldsters can <laughs> really get into it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm sure there's an audience for it. But I want to um, say I was trying to remember if they spun off 30 something and did like a 40 something and a 50 something or if they tried that. No. Did I make that up? Uh, you must have. There was I was just looking through the Wikipedia. There's a related show called Once and Again that has nothing to do, I don't think, with the original show, but it's from the original creators okay. of 30 of something Ed and uh, Marshall. I mean, I would like a 40 something, frankly. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, well, but that's this is us probably, right? Uh, I'm saying it's this a is show us is like that's an appealing. everybody, but yes. Yeah, it's an older audience. Yeah. You just called me. Oh, well, I mean, we are. That's true. You're older, so <laughs> you can do that. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities behaving badly. We'd like to tell you about, we like to call them D-bags. D-bags. So we're going to get the D-bags out after this on my talk. <laughs> okay. seven one. Behaving badly, we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Oh, and we got a name for those celebrities. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's in your bag of D today, Colleen? Thank you for asking. You're I am definitely coming around to the fact that uh, Ashton Kutcher is a ginormous D-bag. Oh! And I'm uh, doing so uh, because of the words of Demi Moore. Now, we've heard like little bits and bites of different stories about their marriage because of her autobiography, Inside Out. Okay. But apparently in one excerpt that is being published by HollywoodLife.com by Bonnie Fuller. I do love a good Hollywood Life right? Who does article. It? Uh, she talks again about some of the things that we've already talked about, about how she wanted to be the nice, normal girl who could have a couple glasses of wine. And this is a person who was in recovery mm-hmm. for uh, alcohol and drug addiction. Yeah. And uh, she, but she wanted to be that kind of girl. And Ashton Kutcher kind of 
sort of guided her along the way. But of course, once she started drinking again, what do you think happened? She went all in. Well, yeah, that's and what happened. Overindulged, mm-hmm. and then Ashton Kutcher allegedly got kind of irritated by that. Mm-hmm. So, oh, right? interesting, right? But okay. this is the part that really kind of pushed her over the edge. She says Ashton had encouraged me to go into this direction of drinking. When I went too far, though, he let me know how he felt by showing me a picture he had taken of me resting my head on the toilet the night before because she drank to excess. Yeah. She says, it seemed like a good-natured joke at the time, but it was really just shaming. And I just, like, I just think Ashton Kutcher sounds like the least supportive jerk in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's not the only reason. I mean, you've got all that stuff, which, you know, addiction is hard and it's weird. It makes people do dumb things. And she took every advantage to, like, indulge her addiction. He didn't help. Like all of the stories I feel like that are coming out about from her memoir do not paint him in a very nice picture. And also too, his reaction to all of these stories is to try to profit off it in some weird and twisted way with his like um, social app, which like people are just like, what are you doing? Like you don't seem supportive in the book. You're cast in a really shady light. Clearly, he knew that all this stuff was going to happen. I just feel like he he just doesn't come across as a very um, delightful human being. No. And then I was reminded, do you remember when they were in I don't some island? And I believe it was for Bruce Willis's wedding mm-hmm. that they went to. We all were like, what? They're going to the wedding? That's so bizarre. And he snapped a picture of her in a white bikini bending oh, yeah. over. Mm-hmm. I was reminded of that today, too, and how he posted that to social media without her knowing and basically said, don't tell wifey. Well, he also cheated on her. Yeah. I mean, he humiliated her. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, I'm glad she got away from him. I'm glad she's able to tell her story. I just I've never been a huge fan of Ashton Kutcher, and I don't know why. It just he seems like a person who thinks, well, immature but also a person who thinks he's anything but, which is a bad combination because right. you have that sort of like, I know better. And it's because like, yes, you've achieved a certain amount of fame, a certain amount of success. Congrats to you. You know, you do great things. But then he seems to have that sort of um, oh, what is that word? I can't think of it, but he sort of has this complex where. He everything he touches then turns to gold. Yeah. Like nobody told him like, yeah, you're really great at that. But like all this stuff over here, maybe that's not your best move. Yeah. You know, like with all the social, like investing in different apps. And anyway, he's my D bag today just because I cannot stand the stories that I'm hearing about him. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Thanks. You know, my D bag is macaroni and cheese. (gasps) What? what did macaroni and cheese <laughs> love, ever all of a sudden holly perks up do ah, to you macaroni specifically the kind in a box and really it's not the macaroni and cheese itself it's scientists at washington state university okay because they have announced that they have developed a way to triple the shelf life of macaroni and cheese why is that a bad thing I mean, I thought it already had an eternal shelf life. Do you really want to eat macaroni and cheese that can stand on the shelf for three years and not spoil? 
Don't we already do that? No, right oh, now you can only oh. eat it for a year. Oh, and really? They have tripled I have the no life. I, do not ruin macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese is to be eaten and it's to be good. It is not to be dust that you add water to space age style three years from now. I mean, unless there's like an impending apocalypse I don't know about or a bucket that I need to buy from Jim Baker. Would you please just do me the favor of explaining the process? Or do you not want to ruin macaroni and cheese further for Before, people? Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, nothing about this sounds like it's something I want to put in my mouth. I mean, again, And I have put some things. <laughs> there are mouth. people, I don't know if you know this, yeah. who would insist that even putting that awful craft macaroni, like the already existing boxed macaroni and cheese, is probably slowly killing you. Yeah. But go ahead and read this yeah. and tell us why this one is worse. I'm going to avoid your honey trap. I'm not doing or it. honey pot. Whatever Don't worry about it. I'm not doing it. Before packaging, the food is, is sterilized in a microwave-assisted thermal sterilization chamber. Just as with your microwave at home, the food cannot be packaged in any sort of metal. However, metal is the most effective material for preserving food, creating a strong barrier that oxygen and other gases can't get through. Adding a thin layer of metal oxide to plastic film significantly... Oh, this is a terribly alters written article. the amount of time it takes for gases pass through food packaging. But while that technology has existed for almost a decade, anyway, here's what they do: the new packaging coats metal or metal oxide coats the metal oxide rather with micro thin layers of different formulations of plastic. Oh, so essentially they're covering your macaroni and cheese with little beads of plastic on top of little particles of metal. I no, that doesn't sound like anything that you should be doing. Like again, if you need to take this to space, okay, but the whole selling point of this particular article was that um it's not just for that use. In fact, apparently food uh producers, that is like the people who make the food that we eat, will be able to use this technology within a decade. I don't want that. I just want macaroni and cheese. Yeah. I want it to spoil within two months. I mean, this is a we live in an amazingly technologically advanced world. Like you can keep a fresh box of macaroni and cheese on the shelf for a month and I can buy it all in that time and you don't have to leave it on the shelf for a year. Can I ask you a question? Mm. Like realistically, when was the last time you made yourself a box of macaroni and cheese? Because I'm about to burst your bubble a little bit. You're going to burst my bubble? Yeah, go ahead. The last time I had Kraft macaroni and cheese, oh God, it was probably 15 years ago. Okay. I would like to challenge you. Or 10 years ago, maybe. I would like to challenge you. Probably. In 2019. To eat it? To go get yourself a box of Kraft mac and cheese. Do you put butter? Yes. Okay. I make it according to the package. Okay. It's not as good as you remember it. Really? And it's not because Kraft changed. It's because you changed. (laughs) Because I have children. And so Kraft macaroni and cheese has been made in my home within the last 10 years. Um, And I will frequently take... A big spoonful of the leftovers. And it's not good? And I am never excited about it. Do you put uh, wieners in it? Sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes I'm not in the mood for wieners. So I just have it played. I don't know what that's like, actually. I'm always in the mood. (laughs) In any case, I would like to, again, put that challenge in front of you. Okay. To do, at some point, at your leisure. Macaroni and cheese. 
you're going to be like, you're going to get the family pack because you're going to think I'm really going to put this stuff away. And I'll be curious to hear because, you know, you, you, you know, that one like regular size is like, that's not what, enough. That's a, a side. What? What about Velveeta shells and cheese? Well, that is a whole different story. Really? That's a totally different that's beast. Like, well, yeah, yeah that's, that's like, liquid molten Velveeta shells and cheese is the bomb. But if I'm really being honest, and I do not mean to pioneer woman this situation, but the best macaroni and cheese is just like homemade. homemade. My my grandma's homemade or uh, my grandma's macaroni and cheese was the best macaroni and cheese. Most people would think it was dirt, but it actually was really good. It was literally elbow was noodles. Was there actual <laughs> she was just a pile of dirt. Did you have pica? Here's some up? macaroni and cheese. <laughs> my grandmother also um, was no. Um, it was literally just elbow noodles with shredded cheese and salt and pepper. That's it? Yeah. Did you put it in the oven? I'm assuming so, but I don't think so. I think she just dumped elbow noodles in a bowl, added shredded cheese, and then salt and pepper. She was not the world's best cook. Yeah, but it was real good. But it was real that good. good. Like, how much cheese? A lot. Okay. Maybe tomorrow, yeah, we can try some craft macaroni and cheese. Should we do that for cheese really? today? I think this is a good idea. Hey, can we do this? Can we do a comparison? Yeah, Velveeta shells and cheese yes. versus craft macaroni and cheese. Yes. The only problem, I feel like we're going to have to involve the cafeteria because my fear is that reanimated macaroni and cheese it's, is well, never going to taste. The very worst good. thing in the whole wide world is like microwaved mac and cheese because yeah. it gets all like crusty although i have learned again because i'm a seasoned mother who has had leftover macaroni and cheese in my house if you add milk before you microwave it the leftovers it it holds up okay okay maybe we can get the containers that are specifically made for being in the microwave i have those we have easy mac at my house it's but it's not the same as the box stuff that's the that's my only all right we'll figure it out. we're gonna figure this out people do not worry there will be a macaroni and cheese experience somebody want to bring us some mac no i'm just kidding we'll figure it out we'll figure it out when we come back on the colleen and bradley show um bradley trainer that's my name wants to talk about a different brad it's true. The one I get mistaken for constantly. Sure. Brad Pitt. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hear about what's going on with Brad Pitt's romantic life after this on My Talk 1071. Bradley Trader always getting mistaken for Brad Pitt. It's true. So when he finds Brad Pitt news, he always checks it to see if it's actually about him. Yes, wait, is this me? And this is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey. I want to tell you about this story I read last night, and I just giggled to myself alone in bed because that's what... Actually, I wasn't alone. My dog and my partner were with me, but they were both snoring. But you felt alone. I, you know, it, it was fine. Anyway, um, here's the headline. Quote, Brad Pitt is dating jewelry designer and holistic healer Sathari Khalsa. Okay. What? what? Is There's a lot what? of words there. I know. Like, I don't know what these words mean, but I think what they're trying to say is that Brad Pitt is dating someone new. And I don't think I know. Wait a minute. This sounds very familiar. OK, here's the thing. I'm going to read some words to you. OK. And I want you to tell me because very here we're going to play the home game. OK. We do this very often. Whenever we see things show up in Us Weekly or People Magazine or TMZ, we go, hmm, who's writing this article? OK. Right. I want you to tell me who you think is behind this article. It's all about this woman allegedly he's dating. Now, this woman may sound familiar to you, and we'll get to why in just a moment. But here's a little bit about this new woman. 
uh, Brad Pitt has a new lady in his life. The actor, 55, is dating jewelry designer and holistic healer Sathari Khalsa, a source exclusively reveals in the new issue of Us Weekly. According to the source, now I want you to pay close attention because I think... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This will give something always away. Always listen to the source. According to the source, Kalsa 50, quote, is earthy. And much more low maintenance than the women he's been with in the past. Uh, okay, that's flattery. She, she's very <laughs> strong, adds the insider, and has a beautiful mind. That's what he's attracted to. <gasps> Is he a sapiosexual? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Referring to uh, a dumb story about somebody else. But yes, yeah, so, okay, so far those words are very flattering yeah. of Kalsi yep. Hot uh, Salsa. What's her name? Sat Hall. Sat. Let's just call her Sat. Sat. Sat Hari Kalsa. Sat. So 50-year-old Sat lady. Um, She's earthy. I don't don't, know what earthy means. Is she a mushroom? (laughs) Right? Is she? She's a very umami. (laughs) Ooh, mommy. No, it's a separate kind of characteristic. Much more low maintenance than the women he's been with in the past. First of all, that's just bitchy. like a weird backhanded yeah. insult to everybody he's ever been yeah. with. Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston, so Paltrow. She's very strong, adds the insider, and has a beautiful mind. That's what he's attracted As to. As opposed to all the ugly minded ladies yeah. he's been with those, before. And all weak. Close minded yeah. trolls. Weak, ugly minded, okay, so high who, maintenance ladies. Who's putting that out sat. there? That's sat. Yeah. That's this lady's yes. PR person. She's like, oh, I'm not getting enough attention. <laughs> you look at a picture of her, and I think you're going to have a revelation. Okay. There's a picture of the two of them from 2018 uh, attending the Conservatory of Music's. Do you remember her? Vaguely. So they sparked rumors. Well, this picture sparked a rumor about a year ago when they were photographed together at this event, which was being thrown by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the by. They spent the evening together side by side. And at that time, we actually, I remember, I think she's got a website where she makes jewelry. And we went onto her website and poked fun at this dumb story about how they were together. Because we're like, no, they're not. She just wants to peddle her jewels. Yeah. So... All of the words that I read to you so far make it sound like her people are busy at work again. So remember, this article claims that he is dating yeah. this woman, a jewelry designer and holistic healer, Sadhari Khalsa. And then we get a bunch of words. Okay, so they're dating. 
Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. They go on in this article to say their relationship, however, isn't too heavy or serious just yet. Quote, Brad's Brad's not in that mindset. Sat is very special to him and someone he enjoys spending time with. Okay, For more what? on Pitt's new romance, watch the video above and pick up the new issue of Us Weekly. So basically, they just said, like, they hang out occasionally, but there's nothing serious going on. That was like walking back so that you're going to know now. You probably are going to see a lot of pictures of the two of them together. They're pre-explaining that. Yeah, which means, again, I think totally she's behind this or her people are behind this to try to get attention for her. Um, but they're like, you know, don't worry about it. It's not actually true. This is actually, I know it sounds like we're ragging on this, but I would just like to say, actually, this is great news for the rest of the world. Why? All you have to do is get moderately close to a celebrity, have somebody take your picture, and then you can feed a story like this out to promote whatever you're doing in your life. Yeah, if you have a business. Yeah, um, or even if you don't, like, you can be like, prominent minnesota dog walker (laughs) like you could be anything yeah but if you want to promote it just get near a celebrity and pretend that you're dating exactly ain't no shame in that game her uh thing is called because we'll give her the you know we'll bite amrit i'm assuming i'm saying that right it uh it appears she is not indian but uh the jewelry itself and the language and the design seem to have sort of that indian uh, Hindu influence, like that sort of spiritual stuff. She's very much just a typical white lady with long blonde hair and flowy, neutral toned garments. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at her jewels. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, we did look at this. Because you think if it's Brad Pitt's with a jewelry designer, it's going to be like Neil Lane style, like multi-bajillion dollar jewels. Yeah. This is like, I mean, it's skilled. Yeah. No, I mean, and there, you know, I'm sure she has a nice business and good luck to yeah. her. But it's like not the jeweler you're thinking. Yeah. It's not Neil Lane. In ancient mysticism, Amrit is the nectar of the divine. At Amrit Jewelry, we create pieces that have deeper symbolic meanings and carry a sacred blessing for the wearer. Do you see how much she's charging for some of this? Well, she can because I don't know if you know this. She's dating Brad Pitt. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) There is a gold ring here that, I mean, it's pretty, but it says make love on the inside of the ring. Yeah. And there's a teeny tiny little ruby. But she wants $2,000 for it. Yeah, well, she's... If she's getting that, more power to you, girl. So again, and by the way, there is no current photo of these two together. The photo that Us Weekly uses to tell us about the story is literally the photo that got us talking about this very same story a year ago. Which is why they walk it back a little bit later. Yeah, Like, oh, they just hang out sometimes. Like, they're super casual. Their relationship isn't too serious just yet brad's not in that mindset notes the source sad is just very special to him and someone he enjoys spending time with i'm sure he enjoys spending time with all sorts of people that doesn't mean they're dating i feel like they just recycle the same old story like they ran out of stuff to talk no, about i think she's behind this well you're probably right i don't buy it no not having it uh on the other side of this break okay so you may have heard your amazon alexa 
might soon take on a new voice. Oh, no. What happened? Well, nothing. Just that they're trying to make some options for you. The first voice they will spin out is the voice of Samuel L. Jackson. So you can actually change your Amazon Alexa to speak as though she is Samuel L. Jackson. Now, I think that's great. However, I know that we all have a laundry list of celebrities that we would rather talk to in our house. Oh, for sure. Who would you like your Amazon Alexa to speak like? 651-641-1071. What celebrity would you replace Alexa's voice with on My Talk 1071? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.